Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Thank you so much for stopping by to listen to another episode of Talks with Tony. Got a question today, and it says, Hi, Tony. Thank you for all you do to help so many of us, and I listen to your podcast all the time. Thank you so much. So here's my situation. I'm 30, no children, good job, my own transportation, my own place, and I met this guy who's in the music ministry at church. He is 37, three children, no car. He has his own place. I've always been pretty stable, but I always seem to meet men who can't take me out on a date, always have these odd-end jobs, and I'm not the one you would see and say that she is a Netflix and chill kind of woman. I've been told by other men that it's shallow to not want to date a man without a car, but anyways, I told him that I did not want to have sex before marriage. I am not a virgin, but I decided to not hurt God anymore, and I do not want to create soul ties. He agreed, but the second time we hung out, he tried to have sex with me, and the chemistry was so strong, but I didn't do it, and honestly, I wanted to. There is no commitment and no title, and also, too, he said, God covers a multitude of sins and knows our hearts. I couldn't believe my ears. He hasn't done anything to pursue me but my body. And I was angry, so he called me several times and texted me. And when I didn't respond, he said he would leave me alone and no love lost, but then blocked me on all social media. Why, though? Why do I get the short end of the stick when it comes to men? Am I called to singleness? Why do I always attract these kind of men, whether a so-called believer or not. Help. Thank you so much for sending in your question. Great question. And as you titled it, am I who I attract? And that's a great question. That is a great question. And right off the answer is no, you aren't who you attract. Because what you have to remember, even a garbage wants a steak. A a dog wants a steak. So just because someone approaches you does not mean they deserve you. Just because someone approaches you does not mean that's the level you're on. Now, what that means when it says, the saying says, you are what you attract, what that really means is you are what you settle for. And if you settle for it, then obviously you had to attract it to even, you know, settle for it. And settling does not mean that you're settling down. Like if you settle for a hundred thousand a year, but you really deserve seventy thousand, you still settle for a hundred thousand, but it doesn't mean it's not always a bad thing. So if you settle for someone that's less than what you deserve, then yes, you are what you attract because that's how you see yourself. In this situation, I mean this is something. And you know what? People will, you know, do this as well. People will do this and they will, especially men, we will have every 
trick in the book. And this brother said, God covers a multitude of sin. Now, to y'all out there riding off of that, God is not covering that sin. And the reason why, because that is blatant sin. See, sin should be an accident. Sin should be something you stumble into. But when you are planning to sin, you aren't repenting. You are not repenting. You, you're trying to play God, and, and God will not be played. You, can't, you cannot mock God. The good book says, brother, God will not be mocked. So when you're trying to make a mockery of God, you're trying to make a fool of God, you're going to be in a hot heap of mess with gasoline draws on. And so I want you to understand that. And now you didn't fall for that one. Next, it would have been, you know, blue balls and this brings us together, together closer. This builds chemistry. This expresses the love that I don't know how to express with words. It would have been everything in the book, but you stood your ground. And see now with the chemistry, being strong, this for the, those of you trying to be abstinent, there shouldn't be no chemistry because you should not be in the lab. So you need to be at the bowling alley. Your house, your couch, your bedroom, or theirs, that's the lab. And that's where the chemistry happens. What you need to be is at the bowling alley, at the skating ring, at the movie theater, at the game room, at the golfing place, the go-kart place. You hug. You can give a little kiss on the forehead, get you a kiss on the forehead, on the cheek. I wouldn't be putting lip on lip till I'm actually got a title and in a relationship. And then you go home. You drove yourself there, and then you drive yourself home. He does not have a car. So that already removes him unless you live in a place that y'all take the metro or whatever y'all call it, the subway or the train, which obviously not because, you know, you put an emphasis on your transportation. So if I meet somebody and they cannot get themselves to where we are going to have a date, then you already X'd off the list because first you need to get yourself together. And... First things first, you put yourself in the position to even have chemistry. Now, when you're listening to guys tell you, oh, it's shallow that you don't want to date a man who doesn't have a car. No, that's just standards because and it, this is where it's shallow. If you say, I don't want to date a man who doesn't drive a Mercedes Benz, that's shallow. But to say, I don't want to date a man who doesn't have a car that is not shallow. That's standards. That's you saying you need to work on you. Like you still got work to do on you. So instead of focusing on a woman and getting in panties, you need to focus on your grind. You need to focus on your job and your ambition and get your life to a place to where you have a savings and you can afford a car or you have a decent credit score with a decent down payment for a car. So, see, when you say, am I what I attract, in, in essence, yes, because when you accept him, now, when he walked up to you, no, that's not you. But when you accept him and you start dating him and you know that he's seven years older than you, so he's going to be impotent uh, before, in, 
probably in your sexual prime. He has three children. You know, you didn't state whether that's from one woman or three women or two women, but you're going to, you could run into some baby mama drama. And he has no car. And he has his own place. He has no car, but he has his own place. You don't even know if that's his own place. It could be his cousin place and his cousin out of town. Could be his mama place and she let him stay there on her name. Could be somebody else place in their name and he's just staying there because they know he's good for the money. And he's in ministry, music ministry at the church. And that right there, you got to pay attention to that because sometimes it's a lot of spirits up there in the, in the music ministry and make sure he's going one way and not batting from, from both sides of the plate. So you, you got a lot to look at. So now when you look at all of this, when you look at all of this, now you got to ask yourself, is this worth my time? Because now you could be lying to me in this email for the sake of the email. You know I'm going to read it on air even though I'm not saying your name. But I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, you're telling the truth. But if you see a man is nowhere near your level, why even allow the opportunity for chemistry to happen? Like right from there, uh, I would have just told him, no, I mean, it's great meeting you, but really, to be honest, I'm just not in the space right now to be dating. Um, you, you don't even have to tell him it's him. And if you did, you wouldn't be wrong if you said, to be honest with you, we're just kind of in two different places in our life. And, you know, I really, I want to be equally yoked when I date. You wouldn't have been wrong. And now the fact that you told him you don't want to have sex before marriage, you don't want to create soul ties, and then he just takes and he falls off and after telling you God covers a multitude of sins and he knows our hearts. Now, let me talk to this brother again. Yeah, he know your heart, and he know you full of crap. That exactly what he know. People always say, God know my heart. Yeah, you right. He know you full of crap, and he know that you're trying to play him. He know you're a slickster and a shyster. He know that you don't care about going to, you know, see Lucifer with gasoline draws on. He know you full of it, and he has turned his back on you like he did the people in Israel, because you're trying to play them like a fool, God will not be mocked. So, yes, he know your heart. So now after you to he told you that, you, you said you were shocked. You could not believe your ears, and I don't blame you. And then after that, he hasn't pursued you. And you was angry, and so he called you several times and texted you, and you didn't respond. And then he said, I'm going to leave you alone. So, and then he blocked you on social media. So what happened is you hit him. You hit him by not responding. And then he just hit you back harder by cutting you off and blocking you on all social media. And, and then you say, why though? Why? Because you're trying to live right and do right. So God didn't harden his heart like he did Pharaoh. He hardened his heart so that he will go about his business because he's trying to protect his daughter. Then you say, why do I get the short end of the stick when it comes to men? You're not getting the short end of the stick. You're getting the long end of the stick, really, because he's the short stick, and now he's gone out your stack. So now you got time for the tall, dark, and handsome men. So really, that's a blessing. 
And what you have to realize, this this is where, where you need to, to really wake up at. Stop wasting your time. You won't feel like you got the short end of the stick if you look at him from the beginning. And what you got the opportunity to do is see from Jump Street that he is the short stick. So now you don't even put him in the play. You don't even put him in the mix. But you taking the short stick, putting it in the stack, and then when you drawing your stick, you pulling the short stick that you put in the stack. And then getting mad that you pulling the short stick, but you put him in the play. You put him in the mix. So as soon as, if I'm 30 years old and a woman, and I got all my stuff together, you know, no kids, got my own place, got my own car, and I meet a 37-year-old man with no car, no, brother, no, brother, you got to, like Country Wayne said, you got to get, get gone. No. And so you have to identify that and now stop wasting time. Stop wasting your time with people who do not deserve your time. Stop giving your time to people who can't afford a clock. Let them get in position. And then some people about that, they say, oh, it's about the money. It ain't about the money. It shouldn't be about the money. It's not about money. It's about you being able to be independent and take care of yourself. It's not about riches and wealth. It's about stability. It's about accountability. It's about responsibility. And having certain things proves that. That's why we have a credit score, because they want to show, they want you to show that you are responsible, that you are accountable. And so that's what it's about. So it's not about you saying, oh, I want a rich man. No, I want a man who is stable. I want a man who has, who goes to work, who earns a living, who budgets his money, who spends wisely, who sacrifices the things that he does not need so that he can afford the things that he does need. And even if he makes a little bit of money, he saves, saves, saves. If it takes him three years to save up enough money from tax returns and saving from his salary check to put a down payment on a car, that's what he does. But he needs to be stable. A man should not be, or a woman, should not be stepping to somebody if you can't drive to meet them. Don't step to nobody if you can't drive to meet them. Get in position first. Get yourself in order first, and then you come to the table. So, sister, stop wasting time. Know who you are. Know what you are. Know what you bring to the table. Evaluate this person on the first date that is out in public, not in nobody's house, is out in public, it's an hour to two hours long, evaluate this person on the first date and then make a decision. As soon as you get this kind of intel that you got, 37, three kids, no car, but got his own place and he probably lying about it, let let it go. Let it go. It's not the one. Hey, great meeting you. Maybe If he's the one, he will get in position and then he will circle back later because deep down he'll know why he just lost you. So, hey, thank you so much for that question. Great talking to you. If you have a question, please send it to inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Thank you very much.